Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Allison and you're listening to the But What If You Did podcast. Think of me as your ultimate hype woman when it comes to navigating those messy transitional seasons in life. Every Monday, I'm sharing conversations with superstellar humans that are changing the world for the better and sharing how they broke free from societal expectations to live life on their terms. You can expect everything from real talk about anything we've been conditioned to not talk about to pep talks guaranteed to inspire you to climb the mountain ahead. Are you ready to elevate your life? Then let's get to it. Friends, welcome back. It is 2022. I'm your host, Allison, and this is But What If You Did?, Well, I hope you guys all had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. Um, And today, uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little thrown off by this bi-weekly release schedule still. Yeah, it has totally helped me to be able to slow down a little bit and show up more fully in this space. Um, It's absolutely helped with taking away some of that self-imposed pressure to create every single week, which has helped me carve out more space to be truly creative and to pour into what I am putting out for you guys. It allows me to explore and reflect on my true experiences a bit more. But at the end of the week, I still struggle to know what day it is half the time. The weeks all blur together and it's been hard to set goals that feel remotely attainable to me right now. So with the turn of the new year, as I'm sure your podcast feeds, if you listen to personal development podcasts, often we're flooded with uh, podcasts about goals and reflections. And normally that's my MO as well. Like I totally would have put that episode out if I had remembered that two weeks ago's episode was the last one of the year, but I totally missed the memo on that. So sorry to leave you hanging at the end of the year, but we're back fresh. It's 2022. This year is going to be amazing. So Um, Yeah, so with the turn of the new year, society generally encourages us or at least makes us feel like we should have this fresh list of goals or New Year's resolutions to work towards in the new year. And if we don't, if we don't have that, maybe we feel like we're doing it wrong or like everybody else has it figured out except for us or everybody else has it together or you wonder why you're the only one that doesn't enjoy setting goals. I think our social media feeds are just flooded with million and 10 ways to set goals. You know, we see everything from the best ways to set attainable goals to step-by-step on how to set goals that will actually achieve this next year. And, you know, being a goal-oriented person, I'm not going to lie, most years I'm usually down for absorbing some goal-setting knowledge from the interwebs and all that it has to offer. And I can get pretty hyped about planning and goal-setting for the new year. But this year, things felt different. (laughs) Who am I kidding? Things were different for a lot of reasons, a lot of which you've heard a lot about in the last year. I definitely skipped most of the podcast episodes that I normally binge and listen to every week uh, that came out last week because I will say that probably 95% of them were about goals and or reflections of some kind. Um, And I took some time away and I just at the end of the week when I didn't have to work my normal 70 hour week and I just want to share what I learned because I know this might not be your typical goal setting advice, but this year, this has been one giant transition for me. And so it was helpful for me to reflect back on, and I'm hoping that it'll be helpful to hear me reflect back about it to you. So reflecting back, the goals that I set at the end of 2020 for 2021 changed and evolved a lot because I, as a human, changed and evolved a lot in 2021. Where I thought I was headed and where I ended up were just different. 
I set my goals last year for this the past year, um, living my best single life and ended up growing and learning alongside my forever partner, which is not something that I saw coming. I started with a job that I absolutely hated with a plan to leave in a couple of months and have since had another year with the company and two new positions that kind of changed the game for a little while. And so while I wholeheartedly agree that we all need goals and should have goals that we're working towards as healthy, productive members of society, I want to take a moment to pause and talk about how not achieving those goals is also part of that shared human experience. Our goals should evolve and change and grow with us. And there will be years where we achieve virtually none of our intended goals for any number of reasons. And looking back, there's more than one goal that I was pretty dang hyped about last January that I full on failed to achieve. Now, that doesn't mean I failed at life. It doesn't mean I'm a complete failure. It just means my goals changed and evolved and grew in new ways. And some of the goals I set just didn't make sense with my new life circumstances. They weren't bad goals. They served a purpose during a very specific season of life. And when the season changed pretty much overnight, um, and, or, you know, anytime that we find ourselves in these hard seasons or different seasons, when we reflect back on hard years or where, you know, our worlds were virtually flipped upside down, I, I just want us to take a moment and pause and be grateful and proud of ourselves because we deserve to be proud of how far we've come and equally proud of our ability to recognize when a goal is no longer aligned and serving us and instead choose to adjust that path ahead. So today felt like the right setting for a coffee chat. So grab your coffee if you're not drinking some already. Maybe you're driving by a Starbucks. Slide on into that drive-thru line. Uh, one where I just want to talk about how to set more adaptable goals that will maybe serve you when life gets a little curvy or, you know, the road ahead. Just I'm really bad with the analogies today. Can you tell? But when you're in a messy transitional season where maybe the goals that you set that felt like super achievable at the beginning of the year just don't make sense anymore. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into how I get started with goal setting. We're going to talk about a pretty simple perspective shift that might be the key to setting more meaningful goals for you. I know it was a game changer for me. And we're going to talk a little bit about why learning goals might serve you more than performance goals in a transitional season. So for me, a good place uh, for me to start is usually with a brain dump of what brings me joy and what brings me meaning. And before we get too far, I know you might be thinking, but what does that have to do with goals? And it's less about the actual goals and more about putting some clarity around where you're going. What's the destination you're trying to reach at the end of 2022? So, so many of us live our day-to-day lives in this space that exists between stressed and overwhelmed. And in the same way that I think a daily gratitude practice can help ground us, a brain dump of all things that bring you joy and meaning can just remind you of all the good things the world has to offer. And sometimes, or at least for me, when I'm trying to set goals, for me, tying that goal back to something that brings me joy or meaning, it just it helps me to focus and to create this clear, well-intentioned goal that I know I'm going to be excited about. And therefore, I know I'm more likely to stay accountable to these goals. Now, if you're into human design, I'm a little bit obsessed. If you hadn't figured that out already, I'm a generator. And so this is what I refer to as the generator buzz. 
generators should be super excited. Like, can't stop smiling. Nobody else understands where your excitement is coming from. Kind of excited um, about a goal. And that's how you know that it's the right goal for you. You're on the right path. You're feeling it. All of the things. So for my generators out there, this is what you know as that generator buzz. That feeling that just like lights you up. So that brings me to my next point, that this simple perspective shift that changed the game for me. So what if our focus wasn't only on achieving the goal on paper? Because I feel like that's very millennial. We write the goal on paper and we're like, okay, now I have to figure out the steps to achieve the goal. And what do I need to do tomorrow? Like break it down even further. And people get really obsessed with smart goals and, you know, but what if instead we focused on the journey and the feelings and the practicing the self-compassion along the way? And Focusing on how the journey should feel because really when our goals are tied back to what brings us joy and meaning, like what it feels like should feel simple to explain. What if we focused on how we want to feel from setting the goal? And then what if we focused on the process of going through to achieve the goal? Like, what does that feel like? What do I imagine that to feel like? What kind of emotions are coming up? And most impactfully, How does it actually feel when I achieve the goal? Let's use an example. Let's take one of my goals for this year. And I'm going to completely oversimplify this just so that I don't get lost on a goals rabbit hole because, you know, when I'm talking about a goal, there's a good chance that I'm really excited about it and I'm going to be down a rabbit hole real fast. So goal is that I want to take on my first paid life coaching clients. Now, if you're new here, you may not know that I'm working to get certified as a life coach, and this is something that I've been considering for almost two years now, and I've had every and let every excuse in the book get in the way. I've talked a lot about this and a lot about the mental blocks that I've gone through around making this decision in previous episodes, so I'm not going to get into that in today's episode, but anyways, I finally found this really great program that has everything I was looking for that worked with my finances and the coursework will fit within my lifestyle. It's a six-month program and it starts at the end of next month. And so I'm just really pumped about it. So in theory, this should be an easy goal. The program is set up to 100% prepare me to take on my first paid clients. Um, but ultimately, the ball is still in my court. And we know that I could let any number of these limiting beliefs slide their way back in. Imposter syndrome could be a real thing. My inner mean girl could get real loud shouting in the back of my mind that I'm not good enough or worthy enough to take on paid clients at any time. And I just have to be prepared for that. So now I have no idea what 2022 has in store for me. None of us have any idea what 2022 really has in store for us at this point, right? We have no idea what life circumstances will come up against. I have no idea what it might really look like to take on my first paid client. A lot can change in just a few months. And old Allison would have found herself swimming upstream in the river of what ifs. But new Allison isn't going to do that this time, right? So now that I've set the goal, I'm going to be intentional about practicing that self-compassion when I start to doubt myself. I'm going to think about how anxiety and excitement often feel the same. Yep, let that sink in. Anxiety and excitement often feel the same in your body. And so for me, I'm choosing to feel or see those hard feelings as excitement when I can and show myself self-compassion when anxiety maybe thins. I'm going to think about the mountains of emotions I'm likely going to have to climb through and acknowledge that 
I have the tools in my tool belt that I know that I will need to climb the mountains ahead. I just have to be resourceful and use them. I'm going to have to think about the highs and the lows I'll likely encounter, but I'm going to journal about it and I'm going to journal about what it will feel like to achieve that goal of taking on my first paid clients. What do I imagine that moment will look like and feel like? Because the more I visualize it, the more I bring it to life for myself more now, the more that I know I will stay committed to running the course and to being there and being in that moment when it happens. And at the end of the day, I'm striving for the feelings that come with achieving the goal, not the check mark on the imaginary success checklist. But also, to some extent, this is what I would consider to be a learning goal, even though in a minute, I'm pretty sure some of you could turn around and rationalize it as being a performing goal. But before we get any further, I want to talk about the difference between a learning goal and a performing goal. And then we'll go back and talk about why a learning goal might be more what you need when you're navigating a transitional season in life. So learning goals versus performing goals has come up in a couple of my all-time favorite personal development books, which I will, of course, link in the show notes because you definitely have to check them out if you haven't already. One is Mindset by Carol Dweck. And you'll see this book referenced in, I feel like it's every other personal development book out there. So it's definitely one that if you don't have on your bookshelf already, you definitely want. And Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself by Kristen Neff. So in Kristen Neff's book on self-compassion, which I just finished reading a couple weeks ago, it talks about how there's two main reasons that people want to achieve their goals. There are people with learning goals who are intrinsically motivated, usually by curiosity and the desire to develop new skills. These people generally want to achieve because they want to gain knowledge, and most importantly, they view making mistakes as a part of the learning process. Then there are those that are more focused on performance goals, and those are people that are more extrinsically motivated to maybe defend or enhance their self-esteem. So their goals are very focused around building their own self-esteem. And they want to do well so that others will approve of them and tend to avoid failure at all costs. Instead of really challenging themselves, they often take the safe road. And research shows that learning goals are more effective in the long run than performance goals. Learning goals typically encourage you to try harder for longer because you're enjoying what you're doing, which goes back to the joy and meaningless. So You're more likely to ask for help with those kind of goals, guidance, because you're less concerned over looking incompetent and more concerned about gaining knowledge around that. So when you're in a transitional season, it's natural to try to set goals you'll have more control over meeting, right? And those are generally your extrinsically motivated performance goals, goals where you just feel more in control and less likely to fail. But what if we flipped that narrative? And when we are in transitional seasons, times where we don't even want to set goals, what if instead we chose to lean in and instead focused on learning goals that allowed us to develop new skills and explore those curious pings from the universe? What if those are the times when we should be setting goals that allowed us space to try something new without a boatload of self-judgment bearing down on us? I feel like in some ways, learning goals almost feel more adaptable. And that's why I want to share this concept with you. For me, taking on my first paid client, while it could be a learning goal, because for me, coaching is a new skill set that I'm excited to work on and I'm excited to continue exploring over the next year. 
it could also be seen as a performance goal because for me, there is that like extrinsic monetary value attached to it that in some ways probably would boost my self-esteem, even though that's not why I'm going after that goal, right? But if you're at this point where you're maybe feeling a little bit lost or a little off the beaten path or wondering what's next, a learning goal might be the way to start off the year. It might be that little thing that gets you back on track or maybe even helps you find a new path. One that helps you better tap into who you most authentically are. So if you're in a messy transitional season where the phrase goal setting seems like it might make you want to run for the hill, I invite you to expand your mindset a little bit and try something new. Try to make it feel maybe a little less final. Start with that list of what brings you joy and meaning and see how you can creatively build goals that inspire you to incorporate more of those things back into your life. Then think about how you feel now, how you want to feel on the journey to achieving that goal and how achieving that goal might really feel. And if you're still feeling stuck at that point, let curiosity be your guide. Lean into those curious pulls and let yourself explore goals with learning in mind. Maybe leave off the goals with an external metric standing there demanding validation at the finish line. Maybe this isn't the right season for those types of goals. Maybe performance goals are for another day. And today, we focus on learning and growing into the most authentic version of who we truly, truly are. As always, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come hang with me. I know you guys have a lot of podcasts to choose from and to listen to. And it really, this is a really special space where I get to share what I'm learning in real time with all of you and hope that it encourages you in your own life. And I'm just so, so grateful that you come back week after week. If today's episode vibes with you, I would love for you to share it with a friend, maybe somebody else that's also going through a transitional season and share because that's how we get the podcast into the hands of more people that need to feel seen, heard, and supported in these messy transitional seasons of life. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, be sure to hit the follow button if you're on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't left a review already, I would love to read your review in iTunes. With warmth and gratitude, I'm Allison. This is Ben, but what if you did? And I will see you all soon. Cheers.